Hey, welcome to Dream Stories Podcast. We're glad to be with you again, and I'm here with Elisa French, my wife, who's actually always here with me. Most of the time. I don't think you've ever missed a podcast. No, I don't think I have. So it wouldn't be most of the time, it'd be all the time. Okay. Okay, good. I won. <laughs> all right, down there. <laughs> I'll give you a tick mark for that one. For winning? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I see it's rare that you concede, so. I'm being nice. You are. It's awesome. It's awesome. You're nice all the time. It's just rare that you concede. It's more rare. If, if they I could concede, only see but. my eyes. <laughs> I was going to say, it's more rare when I concede, so. Yeah. I have that type A personality that well, I'm always right. You were trained to fight, and you don't give up easily. Well, you know, I thought I was wrong once, but I was wrong. Mm. I'll give you another tick mark, but this time it has nothing to do with winning. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm taking names. I I thought you were taking the tick marks away now. Yeah, I should. Okay, so so we need to talk about dreams. We do. It's that time. It is, you know... We, we talk about dreams uh, every week. Well, we talk about dreams even in between. We talk about dreams all the time. We do. Um, and so we're trying to always come up with, you know, what will be our topic. And so one of the things that we had talked about um, recently was I asked you if we talked much about invention dreams or solution dreams or things that give us an answer that we're looking for. So we thought we would dive into that. Yeah, and I think we've talked about those things indirectly some. We talked about on one of the podcasts, you know, your sister losing a ring. Yeah. And you had you went and took a nap. She asked you if you'd seen it, and you went and took a nap and had a dream about where it was at, and it turned out being there. That's a, a solution dream. That was weird. It, it, it was strange, but I don't think we've talked about it as a topic Right. How that works or what? how you respond to those kind of dreams. Well, you know, I mean, sometimes we inquire, and that's what I had done. I had, my sister was just, oh, she was crazy just <laughs> trying to find this ring that she was keeping for somebody. And so, I, you know, to calm her down, I said, look, I'm, I'm, I got to go take a nap. I was tired. I was like, I'll just pray. I honestly had no expectation that, isn't that terrible, that God would answer me? And, um... I mean, that quickly. I, did, I didn't I did pray thinking he wouldn't answer me, but, you know, I just didn't know it would come that quickly. I took a nap, saw where the ring was, told her, and, and it was in that place. So, you know, it's one of those things where you just go, okay, God, that was pretty miraculous. But there are times where we don't necessarily ask for things. But we get but the we solution. But we get a solution. Right. Yeah. I remember, uh, uh, you know, uh, our mentor, John Paul Jackson, talking about, I think it was a friend of his who had, who was like uh, an engineer or mechanic on some big piece of equipment in a, in, in a factory. Mm-hmm. And the, it cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars a day if the piece of equipment was down, maybe thousands of dollars a day if the piece of equipment was down. And it broke down. He was responsible for it. And I don't think he asked God to give him a dream, but he had a dream that a bolt had fallen off a catwalk and fallen into a particular place on the machine Mm -hmm. and when he went back to work the next day he looked and there was actually a bolt in that particular spot in the machine that he took it out and the machine started working they hadn't been able to fix it you know and so those kind of things can be powerful you know when 
you get a dream that gives you an answer to something that's a real-world issue. It's not just even like an answer to a question. It's impacting the way you live, the way you function, the way you work, something about your life that's going to change because of that. And sometimes we call those invention dreams because they give you a solution or show you how to do something. But really, it's like a revealing dream. Is that really the category? If you were going to categorize a dream, would you say the invention dreams, solution dreams, are they they in that category of themselves? Or are they... A revealing dream. I guess well, they're they can be both. Dreams. They're revealing dreams, but I think you can subcategorize them into things like invention dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, an invention dream, um, uh, several musicians have dreamed the music and the lyrics to their songs over the years. Yeah. And so that would be an invention. Any An invention is bringing anything into existence that didn't exist prior to you coming up with it. And right. that, that works with music, with poetry, with, mm-hmm. with those sorts of things. And it's just like um, Paul McCartney told the story of writing the, the, the song Yesterday. And he basically said in, in one of his, one of the places he shared, you know, his stories, I think it was in one of his, one of the anthologies or something. He basically said, I was living in a little flat at the top of a house, and I had a piano by my bed. I woke up one morning with a tune in my head, and I thought, hey, I don't know this tune, or do I? It was like a jazz melody. I went to the piano and found the chords to it, made sure I remembered it, and then hawked it around to all my friends asking what it was. Do you know this? It's a good little tune, but I couldn't have written it because I dreamt it. Mm. And it turned out to be the song Yesterday. Which and, is, everybody knows that song, you yeah, know. Yeah, and that came, according to McCartney, that came from mm-hmm, a dream. Mm-hmm. Again, it wasn't necessarily something he was asking for, but it was an invention. It was a solution. It was, a, a, in that case, I, I don't even think you'd call it a solution. It was an invention. Well, something new came well, into existence. Right. It's like created. You mm-hmm. know, you're something is being created. Even in the night season when you're sleeping, that's so amazing to me. I think the mamas and the papas also wrote California Dreaming, and that was from a dream. You know, right? It was like all the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. That was what was playing out in in his dream. And then he went into a church and he began to pray. You know, the, those are um, not just happenstance. And that's a very f- popular song. Most people know that song. Um, it's so it's pretty amazing. And I go ahead. You were you were going to share something else? I think. Well, no, I was just going to say that you know that seems sort of whimsical to get the words to a song or. Uh, a music or, or things like that, but there's serious and significant things that can come up that same way. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Otto uh, Loewi or something like that. I don't pronounce his name real well. I thought it was Louis. Louis? Maybe it was Louis. I don't know. L-O-E-W-I. Louis. That sounds good, Louis. I started to sing a song. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> Anyway, he was a scientist, and he actually had a dream. He was trying to prove some things in neurology about uh, how how the brain worked or something. I don't know. You're mm-hmm. the nurse. You're supposed to know what all he was doing. But oh, yes. he was trying to prove something, and he, he couldn't make it work. And he has this dream 
Was it the nerve conduction study? It was. With frogs? It was about how it was about frogs, and it was. How, and he basically he did an experiment to prove. Let's see what it says: the chemical nature of neurotransmission. Right. Yeah. So he he was doing this study. Nothing was working. He couldn't prove it. He has a dream about how the experiment should work, and he gets up and and can't remember the dream, and he had written it down. And his handwriting was so bad he couldn't read his handwriting. So what did he do? So he asked, basically. He went back to sleep. I don't know whether he asked literally or he figuratively asked. He wanted the dream again. He has a dream again. He wakes himself up and he writes it out with, with very, you know, specific details, very careful in his handwriting. And when he then wakes up the next morning, he goes and does the experiment as he saw it in the dream and pow. He proved the chemical neurotransmission yeah. or whatever it was he was doing. Right. Kind of cool. Yeah. I think he used frog legs. He did. He did something about making them twitch. Yeah. And I, I, I don't remember. Whether the, the frog was alive or dead. Yeah, I think the frogs were dead in this experiment. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it didn't matter whether they were alive or right. dead. He, he was just saying the, the nerve. Chemicals and it exactly. Made it. Yep. yep. Made all that happen. Yeah. That's cool. And, uh, you know, there's another one. Uh, there's another dream. Uh, Similar way, uh, Jack Nicholas, uh, uh, a golfer. Everybody, well, maybe everybody don't, doesn't know him, but uh, so a sports figure. Mm-hmm. He was a golfer. His game had gotten kind of bad, wasn't doing real well. And all of a sudden, in the midst of, I think, his 1964 season, he just turns around and his game completely changed. And when people ask him about it, what he told them, uh, there's a report in a newspaper about him as a golfer, about how he turned his game around. And, and the quote in the newspaper is, he said, Wednesday night I had a dream and it was about my golf swing. I was hitting them pretty good in the dream. That's not, hey, I'm doing good <laughs> in the dream. I was hitting them pretty good in the dream. And all at once I realized I wasn't holding the club the way I've actually been holding it lately. I've been having trouble collapsing my right arm, taking the club head away from the ball, but I was doing it perfectly in my sleep. So when I came to the course yesterday morning, I tried it the way I did in my dream, and it worked. And so he gets a he new had a solution. He has a solution. Mm. From so I mean that's that that's art, that's science, that's in you know, uh workplace, that's um uh, music, um, it, sports, all these places where solutions come in dreams. It's just amazing. And what I think is cool is it says that God cares about what we're doing. Well, and that we can ask him, uh, uh, can we go back into the dream? I know I dreamed it once, but can you give it to me again? You know, yeah, just, that was really cool. With, that is. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and even like with me, when I said, God, can you show me where my sister's ring is? You know, I mean, that's, you know, I, again, I was still, I'm still amazed that it was answered so quickly, but so was his. You know, it was something he couldn't remember. He went to write it down, couldn't read it, and then he asked for it again, which, you know, that could be another topic one day is talking about lucid dreaming and how we're able to go back into a dream, you know. Yeah. Without even right when we wake up, you need up. to write down all these things that could be topics because I don't think I we ever come back to them. I know. Okay, I'll write that. Yeah, write that one down. Good. Yes. Yay. Hey, look, you wrote it down. 
perfect. No, I mean it's it's really it's really cool. I mean, I was actually thinking I had an experience this week that I think was a solution drain. I don't know because I haven't followed up on it yet. Tell me. Well, you know, do I have to tell you that just puts yes? Every- because I have, I would like to put my two cents in on this. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I I have um, trouble with my breathing at night. It basically. The if I don't use a CPAP machine, the entire world would stay awake. That's true. I snore. You do. And it's not just that I snore, but I actually stop breathing in the night. Yeah. And that I got, know. I know because that got scary for you when I would stop breathing. So it got no, scary. I think the, the, the snoring in two is what ways. Got one is I was wondering <laughs> was I going to have to do pillow therapy on you, and the other was. <laughs> I worried because you quit breathing. Well, one was you were going to try and stop me from breathing, <laughs> and the other was you were worried I'd already quit. <laughs> that makes no sense. So I, well, anyway, I have the sleep apnea thing, and I mean, I've asked God to heal it, and I mean, yeah, it's but it's just one of those things where He seems to have chosen to use medicine and and CPAP machine. So I wear this mask, this little mask that goes under my nose, and it blows air into my airway through the night, and it keeps me from stopping breathing and it also keeps me from snoring it allows you to actually have a longer sleep pattern it does i sleep a lot more everything i'm actually you know i believe god does great things in healing but but i'm also a big believer in recommending if people snore real bad or feel really weary when they get up in the mornings they're not getting good sleep go have a sleep study done get a sleep machine it's been amazing there's nothing wrong with that at all so i'd had i'd started having some trouble with the my sleep still not you know just not being fully what it needed to be and I had to go back and have another sleep study done just a couple of weeks ago and when I did they decided to increase the pressure number of the air pressure that flows through that machine from an 8 to a 13. Now some people who where these machines may think well, that's still not very bad, but that's still you're still doing good. But anyway, that was a big jump to me. That was yeah. like five points that it jumped. Well, I didn't think a lot about it because I'd worn this particular kind of mask. They didn't want me to wear my normal mask, and I wore one they asked me to wear at the sleep study. I slept fine. I didn't have any trouble. Um, it, you know, it was just everything was smooth. I didn't even know they'd turn the crank the volume up or mm-hmm. whatever you call it through the night. So it was, it was just, everything went good, but I came back home and I used my normal mask and the pressure's blowing so hard. It's like, if I open my mouth, it's like my airway is just a, a circular <laughs> flow. It's like air's blowing into my nose. I open my mouth and it blows out my mouth. It's just like, it's, I think it's blowing it's your crazy. mouth. Open. Yeah, I think it does blow my mouth open. <laughs> Listen, I'm sleeping beside you and I can tell you, you need to go back and get reevaluated. Why am I happy to tell this whole story? This is embarrassing. I don't know. Anyway, so, let's tell the dream. Okay, so uh, this is happening. It's drying my mouth out. I'm mm-hmm. waking up in and the middle of the night. And it's been bothering you, bothering me. I'm waking up in the middle of the night with my mouth so dry, it's like my lips are stuck together. Yeah, you, you started drinking my water. It's true. It's true. You're like, do you have any water? Yes, I do that, man. So it's, it's been really bad, yeah. and I've actually been thinking I was going to have to go back to the doctor and say, this is not working. I can't handle this or something like that. So night before last, I had a dream. Mm-hmm. And in my dream, I realized in my dream I'm – 
being bothered by the way my CPAP machine is working. Mm. And so in my dream, I get up out of bed. It's I'm, I, I'm aware of myself sleeping mm-hmm. and having this problem. And when I wake up the next morning in the dream, not in real life. I'm confused. I, I was having a dream about being asleep. Okay. So I had a dream that I was asleep okay. wearing the CPAP machine. Okay. So this is not a soul dream, I don't think. Okay. It's just stuff that, because I do wear the the machine, the, the mask. So, I mean, it could be a soul dream, just what I'm experiencing. But I don't think it is because of what happens. I'm wearing this mask in my dream. Uh-huh. It's bothering me in the dream. Right. I wake up the next morning in the dream. Oh, okay. Not actually okay. waking up. <laughs> now I'm with you. And in my dream, when I get up, I go talk to my doctor, mm-hmm. and he says, you need to wear the mask you wore during the study. Mm. And he gives me this new mask. Mm. I come home in my dream, put the new mask on, and sleep fine. If only that were true. <laughs> well, that's I'm, what happened in the dream. I know. But I haven't gone to the doctor since I had the dream. So what what you're saying is this could be a solution dream. It could. It could be that the mask I'm wearing is causing part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking maybe I need to go to the doctor yes. and get the other mask. Yeah, I mean, hey, it could be because you had mentioned the dream to me earlier, and I was like, hmm, do you think that's literal or do you think it's maybe a metaphorical or can it be both? And, and it can, be, it can both. be both. So let's let's interpret it from both ways because you're going to go to the doctor now because I didn't know about this dream till. Just a few minutes ago. So you're going to go back to the doctor. And, and just, then you made me tell everybody. Yeah, but that's okay. This is, they're learning as, you know, we're exploring things. Because we really, you know, look, just because we interpret dreams a lot doesn't mean we always know what our dreams mean. So that's now true. that we're we know this, too. we're going to explore. You're going to go back to the doctor and find out some things. But also, if we were, if we were decided that this is a metaphorical dream, how would you interpret the dream? Well, I would look at the the there was a machine helping me breathe, so that meant I need outside support for my spiritual life to be to be at its fullest. There's something hindering it, mm-hmm. and probably since the machine, uh, the mask I wear blows in and out of my nose, which would have to do with smell and breath. Um, and also discernment. That was what I was going to say. That tends to often reflect relate to discernment. So it would probably be that I was needing some support in my spiritual journey to be able to discern things more fully, and I was having a problem with my discernment at the moment. Yeah. Mm. And I needed to take a step to get help to restore my discernment to a more uh, uh Oh, your discernment is not, yes, fullness. Mm. It's not that it's not there. It right. just it can be better. Yeah. Because so your think, wife is having to help you right now. Because in the middle of the night, she has to get up and close your chin to make sure that <laughs> that the air's not coming out of your I mouth. I may have to wear a strap thing to hold my mouth shut. I don't know. You like that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I like that idea. Not just you probably wish I, I had a strap. <laughs> just close your mouth like, <laughs> be quiet. Yeah. You're not You're not too talkative. Well, I am. you get me on a roll, I'm, I'm talking. When I talk about subjects I love, I'm very talkative. And I'm always right. That's true. That's very <laughs> true. But I do think either way, if that dream does have to do with with 
increasing the flow of my discernment, which maybe it does still, because a dream can have more than one meaning. I mean, God's pretty amazing. He wrote stories in the Bible that have more than one meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can he can certainly do it with pictures and images from a dream. Right. So if that dream could have more than one meaning, then it may relate to discernment and things like that that I need to be paying attention to and asking the Lord to help me with as the great physician. Mm. But it also stands to reason that the wisdom would say you go to the doctor and you check on getting the other mask. Yeah, I, I agree. We're going to do that. We're going to try it. Uh, maybe I'll just go Monday to the doctor and, and get the new mask and see what happens. We should video record you sleeping to see if it <laughs> Post it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. So, no. okay. So, we're talking about invention, solution dreams. This could also apply to relationships, couldn't it? Like, say there's someone you're struggling with in a relationship and say it's a coworker. A solution could come to a problem at work, right? It Just could. dealing with people, knowing how to answer them. Um, you know, I, I remember having a dream about someone where I didn't even realize that I was ignoring them. No, I wasn't doing it on purpose. Well, I remember that dream. And then I, every time this person in my dream would walk up to me, I turn my back to them. They walk up to me, I turn my back to them. So when I woke up from the dream, I realized, oh my goodness, I, God is revealing to me that I need to change what I'm doing because that was not an appropriate way. I needed to respond. To I needed to respond. So it, if I it remember that dream right, I think you woke up in the morning and said, What does that mean? I don't think so. I think you did. <laughs> And I had to say, well, I think it may mean you're ignoring them. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. I'll give you another tip. Give me another tip. Yeah. But but it's the same thing. It was still a solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we can ask, you know, if you're, this is what I was going to say is if you're struggling with something and you need a solution, I believe it is okay to say, God, help me. Reveal to me something that can help me through this situation because I'm at a loss and I can't do it on my own. And just see what happens. You know, it's kind of like maybe like putting out a fleece. You know, we need help sometimes, and sometimes we have to have our brain shut off. Sometimes because it may have something to do with us that we're not doing exactly right. Well, And it's always hard for us to recognize things we're doing wrong. We tend to think we're always handling things right. And so if you have a dream that points out or exaggerates something to show you that it's not working, that brings a solution for you that you might not have got any other way. Right. And, you know, I was thinking as you were sharing that, uh, those dreams don't always have to give you the answer, so to speak, in the dream. Sometimes uh, the dream can just let you feel something you wouldn't have felt or recognize something you wouldn't recognize. I think about a dream someone shared with us after a class or at a class one time uh, that we were doing on dreams. And they talked about, have you ever had somebody say, I wish you could walk a mile in my shoes, you know, experience what I'm like. And they had this person, I think it was at work, that they just didn't like. They said their personality was bad. They were mean. They were always angry and all this kind of stuff. And the person was just very frustrated at their, you know, that this person just couldn't have a good attitude. Every once in a while, just have a good attitude. And they had a dream, 
and experience the day in the life of the person who was angry all the time. Oh, wow. And they, they realized how hard their life was and what they were going through and what they were dealing with away from work and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so when they woke up, they thought, well, gosh, I would be angry too if I was dealing with all right. that. And it just gave them an empathy for the person and allowed them to respond to that person differently. And over time, it actually changed the other person's responses and personality and the way they responded to things because somebody just understood and wasn't just counter angry all the time so yeah, to speak you that's know. awesome I, I i didn't remember that dream so that was a, that's a really cool way of 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 god revealing how someone else's life and just say hey you can walk them out in yeah. their shoes and see why they are behaving the way they're behaving um i was thinking about a, a dream that i had had a few maybe a month or two back um where uh, it was about work, and I came in, and they had rearranged everything and where the um, oh, break room used to be. It had totally switched around and was in a different place, um, and nothing looked the same. Um, and I was at work th- this week, and I was talking to someone, and I was saying, you know what? Things have changed so much. So many people have come and gone. I, everybody's new here. From the time when I started, everything has totally turned around from our bosses, everything. There's just been such a shift. And I think that was that dream. It was being revealed to me that everything was going to be redone, completely redone, and I wasn't even going to recognize the place. And that's really what's happened. And you were going to have to find your rest or your comfort in a different place, right? a different way, because right. they would moved the break room. Oh, that's yep. true. Yep. Yeah. And so. things have shifted there. And it's not a bad thing. It's just different, you know. Yeah. And so the cool thing about that is something's being revealed that, so that you won't be surprised by it. You yeah. know, it kind of just, it should be something that brings us peace and at ease. Even if it's what it, whatever's being revealed is kind of scary or uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I didn't recognize it. It wasn't, you know, things were yeah. not in their proper place. Um, but what we can take comfort in is our creator knows that right and if he already knows that then he has a solution or a purpose something will be used in that that will you know for his good yeah and i just think it's amazing that he cares about the things we care about that he he provides those answers and those solutions so it's really cool but that's really getting close to the time we have for today. So I did want to mention something to folks. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about if if you enjoy the podcast, you know, let us know. Make a comment on the website. Make a comment on the Facebook page. Things like that. But uh, we often don't get the chance to share some of the other things we're doing. And we are doing a dream interpretation mentoring program right now. It's called Dream Sim, Dream Stories. Interpretation mentoring. Dream S stories. I interpretation M mentoring. Dream Sim. And we're doing a program where we do small groups and help people learn about understanding dreams. So if people are interested, can they join in? They can join in on that. And, uh, you know, there's a few kind of little prerequisite things we like, but they're not mandatory. It just, you know, might take a little more questions and answers and things like that. But, 
Uh, we're also getting ready to try and do some more introductory things for folks and make them available. If you're interested in learning about interpretation, check out the two websites for, uh, the, that will have information on it. Dream Stories are mydreamstories.com. And our interpretation mentoring program is hosted at mydreamsim.com. And so check those out. We have a new level one dream mentoring program beginning October 7th. And I think our first, we do video chats with the uh, students. So we take about 12 students at a time. It does have a little cost associated with that. But we take about 12 students at a time. We do video chats with them. I think the first video chat is like the 17th of October. So you could get involved in that anytime in the next, say, week to 10 days or so and sign up for it and be available to be a part of the dream interpretation mentoring program that we have going on right now at my dream sim that's cool a lot of people love that yeah. heard a lot of good things um, people love the class and had a lot of good feedback from that it's sim. been a lot of fun so that's uh, good. Been a lot of fun to do it so and it's it's enjoyable to have to take time with small groups too and, and just have those uh video chats and things there's recorded video lessons there's assignments and activities every week it's about 12 weeks usually takes a little more than 12 weeks to complete it because we have Every so often there are weeks we can't do our video chat, so we carry that over to the next mm-hmm. week. But it's lots of fun, small groups, lots of questions and answers, lots of interaction, and uh, we really are enjoying it. So well, if you're, you're interested in that, they, can, they, they can, can check it out. Okay. So we're about to be on the road a lot in the next few months. Oh, my goodness. We're in New Hampshire. We're in Washington State. We're in Israel. We're in Slovakia. We're in back in Washington State. Where it seems like between now and the end of the year, it's – it's go, 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 go. If so. you're interested in, in having uh, us come and speak or share, you know, at a group or something, they can also reach out to you. and Sure, yeah. They can uh, touch base through the website or email and or Facebook and let us know if you're interested in something uh, for your group, your uh, church, your, your uh, group of friends, whatever it might be. Right. Let us know. That's We'd right. love to do it. Well, that's all our time. So until next time, keep dreaming.